Welcome to the Business Reboot Podcast. We're here to pull back the curtain of entrepreneurship and help you fall in love with the business of your business. We know every step forward is a chance to be more aligned and purpose, grow businesses that create impact, and live the lives we work so hard for. Sometimes all you need is a reboot to get started. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Business Reboot Podcast. Corey and I are here today to talk to you about something that is near and dear to our hearts. Yes. And that is that is continuing education through retreats and conferences and all the things to help you grow your business. We um, feel like it's really important to talk about only because continuing education is vital. Being poured into in your business as you own it, run it, grow it, pivot it's vital, right? We all know that our businesses go through seasons. There are a lot of seasons for push and there are some seasons for rest, seasons for renewal. There are seasons where we burn out and do it all and then have to build it back up again. But through all of that, we have to have time to um, unpack and actually do work in our businesses. One thing that we have found really, really helpful among all these like vacillating seasons in our business is when we can attend a retreat or go to a conference that gives us a chance to renew, not just our hearts and minds, but also our skills and um, kind of regenerate that spark of creativity again, that gives us a little bit of breathing room, help us fill up with ideas that, you know, being able to dissect what's not working in our business and figure out ways to change it so that it will work. We personally feel like retreats and conferences and moments where you can be in person networking with people, being together and gleaning from the experience of others is vital to the growth of your business. Right. And I think too, taking an approach of being a lifelong learner is so important for, I don't don't care what business you're in. I don't care if you're not in business. If you're, if you're human, you should be a lifelong learner because you never, you never get to a pinnacle or a point in your life. And I I have lived a very long time and Melissa's right behind me. Um, I'm I'm, I'm pretty far behind her. You know what? I can see you back there. I can see you back there in age. You ain't, you ain't that far behind. Um, but but it, you never arrive to a place where you know everything and you're like, I, I don't need, I, I can quit learning. I don't need to, I don't need to do this anymore. You don't, things change. We all know that again, if, if we learned anything in the last few years, everything in life and business and work can change on a dime and you have to be able to make a pivot. And so when you keep your skills fresh, when you keep your creativity sharp and there is a spark in your eye and your, and listen, we all get to a place where we're just like, okay, I am beat down right now. I'm tired. But when you can continually make sure that like Melissa and I have invested in education retreats, conferences for years and try to do something annually so that we have a time to renew those creative juices. Oh, I said juices. That's one of Melissa's uh, words. <laughs> uh, you said but, like, but like to to just renew your heart and your spirit, I think that it's very important. And Melissa and I are gonna share a couple of uh experiences that we've been through as far as attending a retreat or a conference. And one of the very first things that I ever did was um, to invest in an in-person retreat. And the crazy part was that I was supposed to go with a friend. Her husband had an accident before, broke his collarbone at work before um, we were leaving. And so she didn't get to go. So it was like, oh gosh, I have to make this journey by myself. And I know nobody there, zero people. And the funniest part is that actually I met Melissa there Mm-hmm. and saw her she was on so staff weird. she was on staff and um anyway it, it was one of those moments where I like I remember Melissa but I didn't like we didn't get to know each other I don't I don't know that we actually no, had a conversation no, we didn't. 
but um but i was that, out there being famous she was she was, she, was, she was on the stage <laughs> she was on the stage shaking hands kissing babies it was great um and and now here we are all these working years later. free just working free that's I mean, really what it was for for real and so one of the things that i loved about that retreat was that there was a lot of downtime for me to work and think, especially because my friend didn't come with me. So I had the room to myself. Um, but I literally filled a notebook of things that I wanted to do and say with my business. Um, it was at a pivotal moment where I knew some things were changing in life and in business. And I just had a lot of time there to get quiet and to think, which is one of those, you know, um, benefits to stepping outside of your life and your work and leaving it all behind for just a few minutes to go be renewed and have other people pour into you. I will say though, that, you know, we're going to do the, the yin and the yang here. One of the things that wasn't so great about that experience was that for the very first time I experienced kind of an untouchable leader. Um, we had some, some small group time and I will never forget. Um, it was great. We had a small group leader who was wonderful, but once the quote unquote small group time was over and we were kind of left on our own devices, um, I, I did see her working um, or she was on a laptop. I didn't know she was working at, at a table. And so we all had kind of dispersed and we're milling around and I happened to come back through with a drink and um, just kind of paused to say hi and like, thanks so much. And she kind of looked up from her laptop and was like, can't you say I'm working here? And I was just like, oh, uh, no, look, oh. I was, I was so like, here's oh, the deal. This I'm is so why sorry. I'm 40 now. This is why I'm 40 now, because 40 is when you don't care and you will just say things. If that would have happened to 40 year old me, I mean, I just slammed her laptop shut. I mean, like, well, girl, <laughs> guess what? Um, but it was the first time that I had ever kind of been wounded in that way of she when she was on, she was on. And that it was a very much, I'm here to help you cheer you guys on. I'm here to pour into you. Like we're, we're in this kumbaya moment. But as soon as that time in the, uh, the the timeline was over it was like mm -hmm. peace out you're on your own i don't have time for you and it was like that throughout the entire thing and i i remember taking that little experience and that nugget with me and i think we all learned some of the best lessons from people who maybe hurt us or or didn't do it the right way um and who knows what she was going through i i i i honor that there may have been things in the background that i didn't understand but just from a a, per, a you know, facing forward moment, it was very hurtful. And so I always kind of tucked that into my back pocket and thought when and if I ever have an opportunity to be in any sort of leadership role, I never want anybody to feel that way in working with me, that I don't have time for them, that I didn't care enough to just offer a kind word or, you know, somebody stops to say hello to me. I always want to be able to, to be on for people and to show up for people. And I think that that was, again, we can take some of the things that we've experienced that were positives and some, some of the things that we experienced that were negatives and save those for later. So whenever it is um, something that you've created or something you're putting out in the world, you remember those little moments. Right. I think untouchable, untouchable leadership is something that rakes my nerves if I'm yes. just being a hundo P as my kids would say, um, because I'm old and they are the youths and <laughs> the words they say doesn't always make sense. Exactly. They don't always make sense. Um, but uh, untouchable leadership is really hard for me. And and I will say that when Corey and I started building out our very first retreat that we um, taught at and um, actually built out the business reboot, one thing that we had seen amongst all these businesses closing their doors 
because of the effects of 2020 and all the craziness where people were just falling out of love with the businesses that they had uh, because they didn't love the back end and they didn't know how to reinvent. And they didn't, um, they did not, they were not at a place where they could see that there was more that they could do. Um, but one thing that was really important to us was I said, untouchable leadership cannot be something that people ever use as a phrase to describe us because we want to be heavily connected. I will tell you going to retreats or conferences or continuing education things where it's going to be, you know, a powwow and a group of people and you're gleaning from speakers like it, um, it can be difficult as the leader to um, make sure that everybody's getting the right amount of attention because we all come into these things needing something. And um, we're not naive to the fact that uh, some people need more and some people need less. And you want to be able to uh, kind of pour into everybody exactly where they need it. But I think that there is a big difference between going into retreats where your leaders are going to be open and kind of have that, as we've talked about before, like the love cat mentality where you're here to help and you're here to serve. Um, and when, and when they don't that it, it is very noticeable and it's really hard mm -hmm. to deal with. So my very first retreat that I ever went to, I remember like hyperventilating and breathing into a bag because it cost so much money to <laughs> me at the time. It, I had started my business in 2006 and, um, well, officially started in the, January of 2006, but I started shooting, uh, in, I guess like August of 2005. And, um, the very first retreat I went to was in February of 2008. And I remember at the time it was $2,900, I think. Holy and man, 2009. To, yeah. Yes. When I, I did that math, I done found me a, um, a Google calculator <laughs> that helps me figure out exactly how much with inflation um, that would be now. And it was, it would be around $4,100 right now. And as somebody who was fairly new, I remember looking at my business bank account and I was shooting weddings and I was charging, oh y'all, I think I was charging like $800 or $1,200 max to shoot weddings. And um, I looked at my bank account and I said, I have $4,000. This is going to cost me three of it. What do I do? And I just pushed go on the button. Yep. And I will tell you, it was one of the craziest, most beautiful experiences I'd ever had. I came out completely different in the images that I was shooting. I remember sending my husband an email while I was there and then calling him. And he was like, these pictures here, did you, where are those from? And I said, well, I took them. And he said, you are kidding. Like he <laughs> was blown away by the difference that going and being poured into and being taught these technical things that would keep me on trend, not just like show me how to use my camera. Cause I was already doing that. Um, but then, um, you know, knowing the, the hard parts were you can't, it's kind of like camp romance. You can't <laughs> know yeah. that you're going to live in that, that retreat bubble forever. And so, um, I ended up having another experience a couple years ago when I went to a retreat and mind you going to retreats in a pandemic, that was fun. Oh yeah. Um, because it was crazy. Hosting them during a pandemic. It's that is more fun. Also, that was, that was a doozy. <laughs> Our very first retreat that we ever hosted, um, there happened to be a surge of COVID and we were like, what do we do? We had one attendee get COVID. We had people not be able to come. It was, it was a lot, but this particular retreat I went and though, um, kind of like Corey, I experienced some untouchable leadership at that first retreat. This last retreat that I went to, the thing that I left with that first time was a skill set that carried me into a career that lasted for 16 years. Um, and then this last retreat that I went to a couple of years ago, that breathed the confidence in me to be able to go and do the things that I wanted to. And I would never have been able to be in, uh, to do the things that I'm doing now, the things that we're doing now, had I not 
felt empowered and surrounded by people who really um, motivated me and encouraged me and reminded me that I was capable of doing the things that I wanted to. And so that's why going to retreats and conferences and surrounding yourself with people who are like-minded, who do things that are similar to what you do, um, or at least in the same arena, is really important because it can change everything. It can change everything. It can come with some crappy parts too, um, but it it can literally change your entire business. So we want to talk through a couple of things today to just quickly, um, some things that will help you decide um, if it's the right time for you to grow in a retreat. Sorry, I did not have a mini stroke. I was trying to figure out my words. Um, <laughs> I'm like, uh, uh, Um, But we want, we want to help you figure out when is the right time for you to do some semblance of continuing education. And if it's the format of retreats and conferences, um, you know, how, what kind of steps can you take that are going to put you in the right place and um, help you make the right decision, but be bold enough to make those decisions too. Right. And so one of the first things that we want to mention is that the, the mental blocks that come with making investments in continuing education, they're very real call them out, you know, um, mm-hmm. first of all, be able to identify them. And Melissa talked about, you know, spending all of that money, that $2,900 back in 2008 and, and how that felt of looking at your bank account and going, I'm getting ready to delete almost $3,000 oh. of this. Like it mm-hmm. will make you nauseous. Th- those mental blocks and physical feelings of uh, will, yeah. will keep you from doing the thing that's actually going to push you into that next season of business and growth and scalability, or maybe it's a pivot. I'm working with a lot of um, coaching clients right now that are looking to make pivots and doing the continuing education to make sure they have that skill set. How do I market this new thing? How do I organize it? How do I launch it? How do I do all these things? And Melissa too, she works with so many people in, in the confidence coaching that she does to get past these mental blocks. Because when you're talking about making that kind of investment, it is massive. But here's the thing we want you guys to know, and please write this down. You are your company's surest bet. Always invest in you. You are the only irreplaceable thing in your business. This is you, you yourself are the thing that you should be making the, the biggest and best investments on when it comes right. to your business. Right. And it's hard to look at the numbers and go, how do I make this work? This, um, you know, I, I, I will tell you that the retreats that we host, they do not cost the same as the retreats that I have been to. Um, I have paid some stupid money for some retreats is what I'm telling you, but it, I can tell you that every single one of them I have been able to glean from and you learn from these experiences, but more so you learn from the people who are there. And I'm not just talking about the speakers. I'm talking about the connection, the relationships. I have women, even Corey, it is so funny because we ended up, our paths crossed so many times and we had no idea. They've right. crossed in other businesses. They've crossed in, um, other retreats and conferences. They have, it is wild. And um, people that I met at the very first thing that I ever invested in for my business are still cheering me on, you know, here to encourage me, to let me, you know, cry on their shoulder when things are hard or to just look at the stuff I'm doing and go, yeah, this is on point or no, you should probably change this. Like those relationships um, will bind you, but they will also sustain you because it gives you the ability to, um, have somebody whose mind understands you. I, I talk about this in coaching and Corey and I discuss this when it comes to um, speaking to our clients. One thing that I think is really important for people to understand about coaching in general is that they are there to help absorb a lot of the brunt 
force, that blunt force that you can put on your family and you can put on your friends um, when it comes to carrying the load of your business with going to these types of events and building these relationships with the people who are like-minded like you, it is giving you another outlet so that somebody understands exactly where you're at. So, um, you know, that alone is worth the investment. The, the money part can feel hard, but if you just understand that money comes and goes, it ebbs and flows, you can always make more, more of it. And so many retreats now um, have payment plans and things like that. Like it is worth planning out the investment for, and you just have to ask yourself, is future me going to be sad that I took care of her like this? And I think the answer to that, we all know is no, your future self is going to be more prepared and more excited and more ready and more able to go out and do the things that they need to do in order to make more money because you've been poured into and educated and surrounded by community in this kind of capacity. Right, right, right. Um, some of the other things you might want to look at when you're choosing education are the leaders. Um, you know, are they somebody who, you know, has done the thing that you're wanting to do? Sometimes it could be a general business success, or sometimes it's something that's very niche and focused to where you're looking for to learn or to acquire this specific skill set, or you're looking to do this specific thing in your business. And so you're going to choose a leader that is, is an expert there. Um, you also you know, are looking at maybe the content. Is it going to be a, a fluff type of, of content situation? Or is it going to be really full and meaty, if you will, like really full of strategy that's going to help you move the, the needle in your business and not just a rah-rah session? Melissa and I both can, can raise our hand and say that we have unfortunately invested in a couple of those where we left feeling very um, energized and very pumped up, but it was basically a cheerleading session to where it was a lot of rah-rah and a lot of, um, you know, you can find a lot of that kind of free content on in online spaces these days um, that make you think or, or, or make you feel good. But when you're investing your dollars in education, you want to make sure that you're getting some of that, you know, feel good stuff, but more importantly, that you're getting the tangible lessons so that when you go home, you can apply that and that makes a direct impact on your business. And so you really, it's, it's almost like a marriage of, of those two things, at least for Melissa and I, whenever we are looking at investing in education for ourselves and for, you know, us together is the leadership and the style of leadership. Is it somebody that's going to like put their arm around you and be like, come on, we got this. We're going to sit around the table at nine o'clock at night with a glass of wine with our laptops and we're building out this pricing structure with you. Let's go. Or is it somebody who's going to be speaking from a stage and you might get to shake a hand, but you might not. Um, so, so those are just different styles. And it also depends on how you learn best. Do you learn best in a big, large group conference setting? Or do you want something that's a little more intimate, like a retreat setting? And then that content, what, what are they offering? Um, what's the, the success markers that they've um, utilized in the past and that they have as testimonials moving forward? Right. I think you also have to consider this and it's going to sound a little bit um, like, ooh, but if you're the smartest person in the room, <laughs> you got to get yourself in new rooms. Like yes. you cannot be the smartest person there. Now, mind you, I will say, let's just also put this out there that um, that has a lot to do with your own mindset <laughs> towards walking right. in. 
I think that when we get insecure because it's a new space and we're around new people, we have this tendency to feel like we need to make ourselves important. So they, you know, see that we're here. We're talking that aside, but I'm, I'm just talking specifically the content and the, um, the type of, uh, continuing education that you're, you're going after. It needs to be somewhere where you're going to be surrounded by people that know more than you and, um, you can learn from them. We all know the saying, but if you're looking at investing a thousand, you know, thousands of dollars and annually into a retreat or mastermind or course or coaching. It's not necessarily a networking event. So you want to be learning from people who have successfully done the thing that you're wanting to do. Um, You want to see the successes that they've had before. You know, networking can be done in all types of settings, but networking events have an entirely different intention. Education is there to help you move the needle in your business, to help you gain a new skill set or something that you want to implement into your business. Um, So you need to ask yourself, is the curriculum something that you want or need when you're stepping into this type of setting. Right, right, right. And also, you know, things can drastically change in your business after a very good experience. You can come away with more clarity, uh, things like confidence, joy, strategy in a community that you never expected uh, to to be a part of your business. You know, Melissa and I have watched that. Um, those, those friendships can last a lifetime and so can those connections. Um, but really and truly, once your cup is full, you will be blown away by how creative and engaged you can become in your business. Um, empowerment is very real, y'all. And when you are surrounded by like-minded business people who are also there to elevate their current offers and grow, yes. you can't help but do the same. They have invested in themselves. They have invested and shown up for their business. And when you guys all get in that room, Melissa and I have watched it time and time again with our retreats and in our masterminds. I mean, like there's literally magic with that. We did an Instagram post. There are magic within the walls. Like you can Mm. feel it. It is a physical thing. It's a spiritual thing too. It it is amazing. But when you get yourself in this room with those kinds of people, it is just pure magic and joy. But some of the best experiences um, that are going to yield results that you can see ripples for years and years to come. we're, We're promising it. We've experienced it and we have created space for it within our business reboot. Right. So just to, you know, give you some, some things to walk away from today with when you're trying to pick a retreat or a conference or some kind of CE, that would be continuing education. Just a word, just don't hesitate. Invest in you because it's the best thing that you can do for your business. And I I will tell you, my personal recommendation is to invest in something that's going to require you to go going to require you to get away. You know, we, we were in an era of everything having to be virtual, everything having to be online. And fortunately we're moving away from that because the in-person things like people are thriving. (laughs) Yeah. We thrive when we're together. Um, You know, time to get away from your normal environment and be surrounded by like-minded professionals. Um, Now this does not mean you have to agree with everybody on all the things, but when you're doing the same kind of business and you're serving clients in similar capacities, like that creates a connection, which is just awesome. But then you're also going to have time to work on your business. We, I've been to retreats where again, it is our favorite saying is drinking water from a fire hose. Um, and, uh, that, that is really good to go and glean, but I will tell you every time I come home, my husband would be like, you need some time to recover, don't you? And I'm like, "Mm -hmm." and I can't tell you how many times I have been to things where I have not taken the time to actually work on my business. Um, and I just am working in it and I'm just writing all the things down and you know where all that stuff lives. 
in a notebook. <laughs> in a notebook. Th- yeah. Those ideas could have been as good as, as they could possibly be, but unless I'm actually implementing them, it meant nothing. So, um, you know, find something that's going to allow you to work on your business um, instead of just serving in it. And I will tell you, it will light a spark in you that starts a fire that you didn't even know you had in you. Um, it is it is elevating to the nth degree to be surrounded by people who are there to do the same thing and being around people. That what is the saying that you're the sum of the five people that you hang out with? Right, right, right. Yes. I believe that wholeheartedly for your business. If you're yes. around people who feel like growth is not you know, something for them, or they're just so busy doing the same old, same old, they're going to get the same results. And if you're surrounding yourself with, with people like that, and you're never trying to elevate, just know that like growth is going to be a lot harder (laughs) because you're having to do it by yourself. And I think the community aspect, the content, the learning new skill sets or learning things that can really help elevate your business. Um, it, it's a no brainer for me every time. Right. Right. So here are the things. But we're going to say as like a little, a a list, if you will, find one learning opportunity that is going to help elevate your business. Find one with leaders you connect with and feel supported by. Find one that is in a location that feels comfortable. Find one that can. Don't be put me, don't be put me in a hotel six is what I'm saying. (laughs) I'm not. It needs to be comfortable. If I'm investing, I need to be somewhere I feel good is what I'm saying. Yes. And for those of us who are photographers, um, beautiful, because we all know that we want pretty pictures when we are out doing something like that. Um, But find one that can meet a need that you currently have in your business. Find one that will challenge you to come away changed. Uh, Don't be afraid of the investment. And remember that ROI, which you know means the return on your investment. You will get a return on all the ways that you invest in yourself. Absolutely. Well, I hope that this has been helpful. We hope that this has been helpful. Um, You know, we are not trying to say that we have everything perfect when it comes to selecting our continuing education or even putting on our continuing education. But what I will tell you is that we have used years and by years, I mean decades (laughs) of (laughs) attending summits and retreats and conferences and things like that to uh, build out what we feel like is a really, really, really helpful retreat to help women grow, elevate, pivot, and just thrive in their businesses. So I'm just going to pitch it here. Is that fine? <laughs> I mean, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, so so, yeah. so speaking speaking of, of, of the retreats, we currently have our business reboot retreat open for enrollment right now. There are just a few seats left. So we would love, love, love to have you join us. It is happening uh, in September 17th to the 21st on Lake Norman, which is right outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. We want you to come learn, work, relax with us lakeside. Uh, And not only do we have great content for you about developing or refreshing your brand, but we are also going to be doing website audits, learning about time management, how to get your business finances in check. uh, And also here's one of my most favorite parts, giving you your very own gorgeous mini brand photo shoot. We all know that we all need updated headshots and some branding shots. Um, So those details and more can be found on our website, thebusinessreboot.com and applications are linked there. You can also find it listed and linked in our IG uh, Instagram profile at business reboot. And We will be back next week with another episode of the Business Reboot Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you next Wednesday. 